hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids, but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hello, busy, vibrant moms. So fun to talk to you and hang out today. Today we'll be talking about if you are exhausted, like many moms are, right? And simple tricks to get a good night's sleep, which we all need. We all need that wonderful sleep so that we can be productive and jump into our day with a good attitude and have fun. So before we jump in, please leave a review. I would love to hear from you. Those just light up my heart so much when I get to hear from you and know that this podcast is blessing you in some way. Apple podcasts list their shows according to how many reviews you have and subscribers and so forth. And so it just means if you leave a review or you subscribe to the show that Apple will put that in front of more moms. More moms will see it when they're just scrolling through Apple podcasts and it will come up in their feed. And so the more reviews and the more subscriptions we can get other moms will be blessed by this show. And I would also love if you wanted to come on over to our Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom, and join over there. Come on over to our community. Drop in what you're struggling with as a mom or how we can help you or just something funny or a cute picture of your kiddos. So come hang out with us over there. If you need some help and encouragement, maybe accountability with your health goals, I started a new group called Better Health, Better Me. And it's an amazing group where we just offer encouragement and accountability over there and just fun with your health, whatever goals you might have. So come on over. It's super fun. Come hang out with us. And without further ado, let's jump into this really important topic, helping us get better sleep. First of all, this only applies to people who don't have an infant, a toddler, or a puppy. Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, even when your kids get older, they'll wake you up in the middle of the night. I know. It's such a blessing where you're like, really? Couldn't you have gotten water by yourself? Do you really need help at 2 a.m.? but it does happen. The goal would be that it is a few nights and not a every night occurrence, but oh well. So on a regular basis, let's see what we can do about getting better sleep. 
Here are the top 10 tricks to getting a really good night's sleep that is so important. It's usually about seven to eight hours. I can get by with six, but seven to eight is usually better. So that is our goal. Grab a sheet of paper, or if you want to take notes on your phone, or if you're driving, just listen in. Number one, start dinner and the evening routine early. So we start dinner about five o'clock. We don't eat usually with our kids, which is kind of weird, but I've tried to get over the mom guilt around that. (laughs) It just tends to work better for our family. The kids get home from school, they work on homework, and then right after that, I get things together for bath and bedtime and maybe some laundry, connect with them, make sure their day is good. They eat a snack usually. And then about five o'clock or maybe a little before, I start getting dinner ready for them. And so maybe they've gone and played outside. Our daughter who's doing sports, we have to go pick her up. So around 5, 5.30, we have dinner. And so I usually just feed the kids. And then after we feed the kids, Stephen is done with work. He usually works a little bit later. And so he wraps up his work while I'm feeding the kids. And then we head them upstairs to bed. And there's always those little things like I have to finish my homework or this project is due tomorrow or I can't forget this. And so we make sure we're all good to go for the next day by packing backpacks and all that kind of stuff. Everything's all good to go. Head them upstairs and then we have them brush their teeth and hop in the shower, take a shower, and then they can have their downtime because usually they're tired and they're kind of mopey and they've had a long day from school and they're just kind of done. But the faster we can get them into their bedtime routine, the better. So number one is to start dinner early and your evening routine. Number two is to help your kids wind down. So this means we don't have any sugar with some sugar that we feed them at dinner, but we try to avoid chocolate or a lot of sugar or something that we know that might keep them up. So they have very minimal sugar, like some crackers maybe after dinner or maybe a Pop-Tart, but minimal sugar after dinner and no TV or iPad time. at least one to two hours before they go to bed. Now, this is a flexible rule because sometimes we have family movie nights and sometimes we're watching the Olympics just recently or maybe we're watching something fun as a family. When it was football season, we would watch some football games together. So it's kind of a loose rule, but the less TV or iPad time, definitely no iPad time. They have that either in the afternoon when they get home from school, if they have to finish something for school, or it's on the weekend. So definitely minimize that because that will just keep their little brains going. But help them to have low-key tasks that they're doing before bedtime, like reading or drawing. Sometimes our daughter likes to work at her desk as she has downtime after her shower and do uh, artwork. Our boys like to just sit and read after they have a shower. So having some downtime for your kids and helping them just to get settled and smooth into their nighttime routine will definitely help you because 
the easier it is that your kids sleep well, the better you sleep well, right? (laughs) Number three is no caffeine after 3 p.m. So my husband loves to drink coffee. He drinks it all the time. He usually can drink coffee after 3 p.m., but I'm finding that I need to limit the amount of caffeine that I have. So just as a rule, no coffee after 3 p.m. Number four is to have a healthy dinner. So this is to avoid alcohol and you will definitely sleep a bit better. Also, you might trade in a lot of alcohol for some nice warm bedtime tea that often will help you kind of settle, but just make sure that you are eating healthy at dinner so that your body can use that fuel while you're sleeping. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. Number five, set an alarm on your phone to go to bed (laughs) or to start your bedtime routine. I know I've done this one so many times that then I don't even pay attention to the nighttime alarm that goes off on my phone and my husband just rolls his eyes. But we love staying up late after the kids are asleep. It's like the best time ever. We get to connect and hang out together and talk about our day. So oftentimes we love staying up late and then that gets us in trouble for the next day. So I have found that setting an alarm on my phone, it just helps me to remember what time it is. Like, oh gosh, it's already almost 10 or it's 9.30 and by the time I get everything done, it will be 10. So just to remember, set an alarm on your phone for when you need to get yourself moving towards bed. Number six is help yourself unwind. Remove any TV or electronics for an hour before you go to bed especially that iPhone. I know we tend to use our iPhones up until the time we go to sleep. We're usually checking something out, or at least I am. My husband's reading on his. And so it does come as kind of a flexible rule, but I think it would be far better if we just put it to bed and grabbed a book instead. So help yourself kind of to mentally unwind. I have noticed that if I watch something or I'm focused on something while I'm getting ready for bed, that I usually don't sleep as well. So put your phone away as early as you can and start that bedtime routine. Number seven, have a goal of getting in bed to relax and read a good book. I think I've mentioned this before, but one motivation that we have to get in bed a little bit earlier is to be like, okay, if we get in bed, we can just rest and relax for like half an hour to an hour and read a book and just have nobody bug us. So it's always a motivation of, okay, we have to get to bed a little bit earlier if we want to do this. 
but it's always hard. As I said, we love hanging out and staying up late. Number eight, make your bed cozy and comfortable. So this is super important. Maybe you spring for an expensive mattress or expensive sheets or something really cozy. Make sure that your bed is super cozy and you want to just jump in and go to sleep. (laughs) I once heard the joke that there's two things in life that you really need to pay for. You need to have really good shoes because you're going to be walking on them all the time. And you have to have a really good mattress because you're going to be lying down all the time. You'll either be standing on those shoes or lying on that mattress. (laughs) So have really good ones for either. Now, as a tip, this also goes for our kids. We try to get everything so cozy and comfy. As many parents do, our kids have tons of stuffed animals that they love that are on their bed, or they have cozy blankets that they love. And we usually keep the temperature at about 65. That's the optimal range for sleeping, that they are not too hot and not too cold. And while they're reading books, I usually grab a bunch of their blankets, throw them in the dryer, and then warm them up so that when our kids go to bed, it's kind of like an electric blanket and warms up their bed, warms up their cold toes, and they sleep much better. So we just get everything all nice and cozy for our kiddos, make sure they have water and all those things. And now they each have a sound maker as well that plays white noise. So that also helps if Stephen and I are hanging out and having dinner later downstairs. They don't hear us as much, but just to have a nice, cozy, comfortable bed makes all the difference. Two of our kids sleep with just two blankets. Our daughter likes one warm blanket in her bed and one on top. Our youngest likes two warm blankets inside his bed. And our middle guy loves being cozy. He wears a full fleece pajama outfit with a hood and loves to have four blankets or as many as humanly possible. And he has three inside his bed and one on top. He is the most snuggled in cozy guy on the planet and he sleeps really well. (laughs) So just make sure that you make your bed as well as your kiddo's bed super comfy in the right temperature. As we're rounding out to almost number 10, I'm just going to recap really quick for us. Start dinner early, help your kids wind down so that they sleep well. No caffeine after 3 p.m. Have a healthy dinner. Set an alarm on your phone to get to bed or start your bedtime routine. Help yourself to unwind. Get to bed a little bit earlier or have a motivating factor to get in bed a little earlier. Make your bed cozy and comfy so that you can't wait to jump in. Number nine is to journal your thoughts and that will help kind of clear your mind before bedtime. Oftentimes I think I have my phone because I'm making notes or lists or doing things. And another way that you can do that without electronics is to just have a notebook next to you or a pad of paper. Maybe it's your time where you journal about the day and take a couple minutes and just get everything out that's in your mind so that you can be nice and clear, your thoughts are clear, you're not in the middle of going to bed and think, 
oh goodness, did I remember that we have soccer practice tomorrow? Or did I connect with that other mom to get a ride? Or maybe we have art that we have to do tomorrow. And when does this project do? All the little miscellaneous things that go through your mind. So make sure that you write them down somewhere so that you can just clear your mind before you go to bed. And number 10 is just to pray. Take the time to connect with Jesus and pray. Now, this can also be with your husband or it can be you. Even in the dark, I notice when I turn off the lights and I'm about ready to go to sleep, there's some nights you just can't fall asleep easily. And the worst is to start thinking about how many hours you have until you have to get up as a mom. And so sometimes you can make yourself anxious and kind of self-defeating by just having those thoughts go round and round in your head. And so one way that you can kind of deal with that is just to pray in the dark, take a deep breath and just pray for whatever God puts on your heart and in your head. Maybe there are people that he's put on your heart that you're thinking of during that time that you can just pray for. I find that at night when everything stops and everything's calm, your thoughts are so much deeper and so much stronger. So just to pray if you can't fall asleep and take some time to thank God for things, pray for people. And that will usually relax your brain as well as your mental state and help you to get some sleep. Thank you so much, friends, for all the reviews and for listening. Hopefully these tricks will help you to have a better evening and a better nighttime schedule so that you can ultimately get a better night's sleep consistently. I would love to hear from you in the Facebook group and to find out if these tricks worked for you and if you have any creative ideas that you know of that help you get a good night's sleep or can help your kiddos. As always, come on over to our Facebook group and leave a review or subscribe. I would love to connect with you. Now go and get some sleep (laughs) so that you can have a busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories, and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me, and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!